Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. The people who have been divorced in the room laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Dave and Mahoney. In you any didn't moment. have anything when you got married. That's I a got, prenup. Yeah. I That's got a 2013 Toyota Avalon yeah, she's now. coming for that. <laughs> All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show... With some bad news. So we've all been, uh, you know, a little drunk before, maybe had a little too much to drink. You're going to lay down. You're going to sleep it off. We were overserved. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not mm-hmm. our fault. Uh, this fellow took it to the next level, though. His name is uh, David Lindsay. He's 64 years old. Uh, he was startled by his wife's screams because he was laying asleep on the sofa. And, uh, you know, he had, again, had way too much to drink. He passed out and... He got woken up with his wife screaming. He's trying to figure out what is going on. And that's when he realized, hey, uh, my toe is missing. What? Yeah. The oh. uh, How do you the lose pet- your toe when you're just sleeping on the couch? <laughs> the pet seven-month-old bulldog puppy named Harley that they had decided that it was going to chew off his toe Oh, while he was sleeping, and he was so drunk, it did not wake him up. Wow. What? I mean, you have to be. That's basically Civil War level of sedated when we're amputating a leg. A toe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you are drunk. Drunk, 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 drunk. And, and, and he woke up, and like, how did he behave? Dude, you're 64 years old. You have made some poor life choices. Like, I don't even feel bad. Here, here's the, uh, the the good news, though, about this. Uh, David said he has no plans of getting rid of the puppy after it inadvertently saved his life. So the, here's the twist. Turns out that there was a blockage in an artery in his leg, and that was causing him to lose feeling in his feet, which is why... So it probably smelled dead. The toe was probably, have. like, rotting off of his body, so the dog was like, mm, tasty dead toe treat. So the blockages could have put his whole, whole leg in danger of needing amputation if the blood supply wasn't returned, so it may actually have been... In a strange, strange way, a very good thing that this dog gnawed his toe off. I think that that's honestly probably why the dog gnawed it off. There was something wrong with the toe. Man, animals are are crazy in their abilities just to like innately know things. Or yeah, also (laughs) dogs are super cute, but they're also dumb as hell. So, but hey, man, like that means that you're just gonna eat me if I die. Yes, yeah, uh, they're I mean, animals. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, nobody bad. nobody wants to talk about that. That's but yeah, you're, if you die, and you're <laughs> actually. Alone. You know what? I don't mind that. You know, you you guys enjoy. If if I'm dead, just go ahead and have one How last. Am I going to be an organ donor? Then? Start with my butt. <laughs> Call it a buffet. Yeah. A buffet. <laughs> buffet. <laughs> uh, some good news today as what well, and this is probably more good news for me than it is for either of you, Audrey. You don't have any gray hair, Mahoney. Surprisingly, at your advanced age, and maybe it's because you've never experienced stress ever, uh, you don't have a single gray hair. I, I'm mostly in my beard, as opposed to okay. my head. Uh, so, meanwhile, yeah. me having four kids and seven years of the total lack of sleep. Yeah, I got some gray you, hair. Uh, you ever think about just for men in it? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I don't, don't think do I'm that. ever going to do it. I, I feel like the uh, the salt and pepper kind of kind of works. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Kinda. I feel like I feel wiser. Yeah. Like, like I've learned here. I've yes. learned something. Well, scientists say they believe they have discovered the mechanism for turning uh, hair gray in the first place, and they also think that they could potentially either stop it or reverse it entirely. So wow. researchers at the University of New York, the medical school there, said they found what causes hair to go gray, and they were doing, obviously, studies on animals about it. And then I started thinking, 
Do animals get gray hair? I mean, I know like yeah. dogs get like the little gray beard. Like but- a little, you ever see an old Goldie man? Oh. You yeah. know, when they get the, the white no, around the face know, and they're just, you just love them so much? I know but- dogs do, but the, they're like bears? Mice? Gorillas like do. Get gray hair? Gorillas, gorillas do. Gorillas okay. do, yeah. 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 But they're saying that, uh, yeah, it could actually put Just for Men probably out of business. If you have that stock, I don't know why you would sell it. <laughs> because they think that they have found a way to uh, to stop gray hair from uh, from coming into place. I so. think you should just keep it. Just stop worrying about it. A lot of silver foxes, a lot of men look really handsome with gray hair. A lot of women look really beautiful with gray hair. Yeah. I, I, you can tell when you've been box dying, baby. It's like, we know. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. I don't know if you guys have somebody like this that you work with, or maybe multiple people, but I work with two of them. They're sitting across from me right now, Mahoney and Audrey. I, why are you already attacking He's, us? I'm not attacking you. I'm not attacking you. I'm just pointing attacked. something out that when it comes to the, the Google Calendar or sending out you know, <laughs> invites for meetings and stuff like that, things that we need to remember, that's me. Like I'm, I'm the one on the team that does that sort of thing because I have to keep stuff organized. I love that for me. Yeah, obviously, um, because neither of you ever accept a calendar invite from me. So I don't know if you're confirmed to attend said meeting. You guys do participate in almost everything. But the other day, I was shocked, shocked, I tell you, when I got an invite confirmation from Audrey that she was going to be attending an important meeting that we had just yesterday. And this important meeting, if you recall, she actually talked about it, I believe, on the air. She was furious because it happened at 3 p.m., which is when she's doing other stuff, I guess. To be fair, that is a inappropriate time to have a meeting. During work hours. Everybody's checked out of their job by 3 o'clock anyway. If you work a 9 to 5, you are done by 3. I did not choose the time. I actually suggested 1 p.m. The other individual said that 3 p.m. worked for them. I said, fine, that's during business hours. That's normal. That's not normal. Not uh, not our business hours. Oh, stop. So Audrey (laughs) Audrey accepts the the invite. (laughs) And then yesterday, the meeting comes, and uh, the whole group, there's five of us on the call. You didn't need me. And Audrey... Just does not appear. She accepted the calendar invite, so there would have been a, a reminder that popped up on her phone. Hold up. And she ghosted us. You shut your mouth because, listen, I did not know. I thought that the, the invite was for today, and honestly, I went That's to go. That's what a calendar is no, for. No, so I went to go accept it. I don't know if you saw, but I accepted it, the invite, at 3.50 yesterday. That's how. No, I, no. You, so you accepted it before. That's how I knew that you had accepted it. I legit went through because I had three invites. So I was like, oh, let me go through and, and check what these invites are. And then I saw, this, I was like, oh, no, I thought that that was tomorrow. So I'm just. That's, yeah, that's, also, what, that's why you put things Dave, on a calendar. It helps. I was it really accepting helps. them. Yeah. You need to stop doing last minute meetings. It also. wasn't a last minute it meeting. Was a lot, maybe not to you in your life, but you love doing last minute like, hey, this is going to happen tomorrow. What if I already had tomorrow? Plans? What if I had already had another meeting set you, for 3 p.m.? I, I know make your it. schedule. You don't have other meetings. I have. I'm a very busy woman. <laughs> you got to schedule these so things many, 30 days out. I mean, at least. <laughs> At least a week before, man. Like, what I are mean, you talking Dave, about? Legitimately, I was oh. one morning bushy-eyed or bushy-tailed, whatever they call it, and I'm sitting on the toilet, as you do whenever you first wake up in the morning, and I look down at my phone, and it's like 5.50 a.m., and Dave is sending out Google invites for the same day at like 11 a.m. We I'm like, this have man things has, to do. Your privileges are revoked until you start No, I am me not the one in day. trouble here. You blew off a meeting. You're fired. You didn't need me in that meeting. Hold that on. man doesn't even know me. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, Dave, 
like, Audrey didn't need to be in that meeting. Tell him, honey. And also, I did not need to be in that meeting. Uh, see, that's, it has nothing to do with you. He doesn't have your back. He's trying to weasel his way out of having to do anything else. Oh, you this guys. This is your connection. You, you was, needed to be in that meeting. You know that, man. I was you needed sm- to do that. I was smoking a cigar. Mahoney, enjoying my afternoon. <laughs> he, he continued smoking a cigar during the meeting. That's how relaxed and new on he the knew. Zoom. He's just sitting there in his backyard, puffing away on a stogie. Yeah, man, that's how little input I had into that meeting. You guys are the worst. This is Dave and Mahoney. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello. Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at eight three three yo dummy and leave a leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey guys. Which one of your many flaws are you most proud of? Message deleted. Which one of our many flaws are we most proud of? My ability to completely create my own reality. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. my absolute delusion. <laughs> like <laughs> I have actually been practicing. They say if you if you say like things that you don't really necessarily believe, but if you say it enough, you'll start to believe it. Like oh. it's like reverse self talk. Like yeah. if I don't think that I am an intellectual individual, and if I tell myself, you know what? You're smart every day. If I look in the mirror and I say, you're smart, then maybe I'll start to believe it. Mahoney has an uncanny ability to lie to himself and to rewrite history. It's great. <laughs> oh, I mean, you and many others. <laughs> only the victors rewrite history. That's day. right. Yeah. You <laughs> and are I'm definitely a victor. a victor for sure. Yeah. I mean, my flaws are pretty, uh, I'm lazy. I'm unmotivated most times. You know, like sloth, gluttony are my two, like, of the seven deadly sins that I, you You're know, I lean hard. No, I'm not proud, but I lean hard into them. But those are my, I'm not proud of them. Oh. I like the other ones. I just, you know. Well, then, my flaw that I'm most proud of I'm is too that generous. I have a really weak pullout game. Oh, you have so many kids. <laughs> Actually, Dave, to that point, I was wondering if you got a secret vasectomy because you you don't have another kid and you've gone on a vacation That's true. Normally recently. She, comes back pregnant. <laughs> she does every time. So I was like, dang, y'all either didn't do it or, or you started a different approach. The kids came on that vacation. That's, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> okay. a, a parent's only vacation a little bit different. Little the kids stay yeah. back I with see. grandma. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say that uh, outside of that, the uh, the ability that I have to like completely repress the things that I am embarrassed that I've done, like I can just totally forget the, all the terrible stuff that I've done. So we've done, you know, a fair amount of hiring in the in the in the re- in recent months, mm-hmm. you know, which we haven't done in years. Right. And so, like talking to people, and they're like, my, you know, my 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 biggest weakness is that I work too hard. And you're like, shut up, <laughs> just. Sh- Anybody who says that, it's just like, can we just, we'll just end this interview right yeah, now. You're fired. Please leave a message after the tone. How do you feel about the Second Amendment right about carrying a gun and shooting the guy that breaks into your house? Message deleted. Mess around and find out. Somebody yeah, somebody breaks into my house, you are getting shot. That's it. Yep. Now, I do not obviously condone like what's been going on recently where like somebody yeah. walks down a driveway or like rings a doorbell or whatever. That's different. But you start kicking down my doors, something's coming for you. Well, Bye. Here's the, here's the real tea. So I bought a Mossberg not too long ago, probably about three years, because there was a movie that I watched. Oh. What <laughs> was it? Basketball go, Diaries <laughs> with movie, Leonardo DiCaprio? There was a movie that I watched that said something to the effect of, there's nothing more terrifying than hearing that click clack yeah. first that will make somebody like run. Please. Then I realized that like that gun's a little heavy. 
Like, I might need a smaller gun. Get you a little Beretta And every time I shoot that gun, it hurts my shoulder. So you can just do that crack, crack, just rack it, <laughs> set it down, saying. and then grab your Beretta. <laughs> ping, 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 ping. <laughs> please, please leave a message after the tone. That's right, Mahoney. I always got to let you know when I'm backing that ass up. <laughs> what? And Dave, I got a little something for you. Because I know you mad horny. What? In Louisiana? <laughs> I love that, man. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. When we think about nerd culture, it's changed a lot over the years. Like, when we were growing up, nerd culture was not cool in any way, shape, or form. You were just a nerd. And if you did certain things that were nerdy, like the the jocks were the ones that would pick on you or whatever, and that was just kind of how things worked. And since, especially like with the tech boom over the years, like the nerd culture has really exploded because the nerds end up running the world. And I think that people have come to see that. Uh, but people not really embrace the things that are nerdy about them. But I also feel like there's a more accepting version in, you know, in 2023 of like things that like, there's so few things that can make you happy. Just I th- whatever makes you happy. As long as it's not hurting anybody else, you do you. Absolutely. Don't I mean, I'm close minded. I mean, when I, when I was a kid, I remember that I actually got picked on by a couple of guys that were like the super bros uh, because I loved my GI Joes and I didn't just love, right. You kind of gave a look like these, that's, these, that's these, the most these, patriotic these, thing ever. What are you, 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 what kind of what kind of kid, what kind of monster is going to pick on you for like a G.I. Joe's? There's nothing more American than the G.I. Joe's. My next door neighbor, Canute. That's who. He's a son of a bitch. Canute. Uh, but so I, the reason why he made fun of me, though, is that I actually used to like to take my G.I. Joe's apart and and put them back together with like different body parts. So I put like Dude, the, big, cool the big muscle arms on snake eyes or something like that. You put like gung uh, ho's uh, arms on snake eyes? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Big marine chest yeah. piece? Yeah. But I think there's a line where you have to make sure that your love for, for nerdy things doesn't get you in trouble. And there was a man in Plant City, Florida, 35 years old, named Philip. He was caught trying to steal a whole bunch of Pokemon cards from a Walmart. He had a shopping cart full of Pokemon cards, and they actually rang these up, and it came out to $2,469.70 in total of Pokemon cards that he was trying to wheel out of a Walmart without paying for But did he find any rare Squirtles? It didn't say. I don't think that he got far enough to figure out whether he got I choose you, Pikachu. (laughs) I choose not to pay for you, Pikachu. (laughs) Uh, Philip had a great excuse, though. He said that he was just going to his his car to get his wallet because he'd forgotten his wallet, and so Uh, he's just going to roll all of it out, and he didn't realize he hadn't paid for it. Ah. I hate it when that happens. Uh, Walmart did not believe him. Grand theft. Do you think they're going to lock him up in a Pokeball diff? Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMB. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. It is time for a round of Cover Your Ears, and Gene is joining us today. How you doing, Gene? I'm doing all right. How you doing? Excellent. So here's how this game works. These are big popular songs I'm sure you've heard many, many times over the years, but people have covered them and then they've uploaded them to the internet and some of them uh, not so popular. In fact, we actually have one today. I believe the first time ever has one view. Wow. One. So I think it was us. We are the first <laughs> yeah. first first view on that. Uh, I'll tell you this, Dave. I'm uh, I'm rooting for Gene today. Okay. You want to know why? Why? I could hear him using his turn signal. He's a blinker guy. You're a blinker guy, Gene. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate that, Gene. Thank you. 
Thank you for yes, being courteous sir. out yeah. there. <laughs> so we got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Mahoney and Audrey can tag in as a lifeline, but you can only use them once. Here we go with the first tune. Good luck. That's 30 seconds right there. Gene, what do you got for us? Well, that's Nirvana. Smells like Teen Spirit. Nirvana oh, smells like Teen Spirit on the board with one. Uh, go ahead and let the uh, the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. But excellent job on that one. Uh, that one from Elvis okay. Rock Official. Only 43 views on well, that bad I'm boy. I'm proud to yeah. be the 43rd or 44th uh, listener to that beautiful rendition. This one, a bit more popular. The uh, One of the more popular ones that we have today. This is from Midwest Goodbye. It's got 1,500 views. Okay. All right, here we go, Gene. Good luck. A piano, it sounds like. <laughs> they sit at my bar and put bread in my jar and say, man, what are you doing here? And we'll stop it there. I'm shocked that Dave, has 1,500 views. Okay. Dave, that is the most MySpace rendition oh. of that song I've ever heard in my entire no life. Question. Yeah, that just screams it wasn't a face. <laughs> Gene, what do you got do, for us? Do me, do me a favor, Billy Joe. Sing us a song because you're the piano man. That is right, Gene. Excellent. Two one for of, two. One two of for two. The best concerts I've ever been to. I mean, how do you go wrong with Billy Joel? I'd love to go. I, love I, I to really. Go. Every <laughs> I everyone love loves man. Billy Joel except for a house uh, in New you, Jersey. <laughs> R.I.P. to that house. Yeah, he ran into a house. <laughs> yeah, with his that, car. that's all right. It's all right. It it's happens. Right. Yeah. It happens. It wasn't even his house. This uh, this next one here is from Dale Reynolds, and this is the one that only has one view on it. So one view on this one. Here we go, Gene. Thirty seconds, right there. Not terrible. I mean, I'm shocked that it was. Worse. Yeah, yeah. Gene, do you know it or do you need some help? Pink Floyd. Yep. Wish you were here. Boom, Gene. Killing the game. Three for three. Okay. Uh, if you get this next one correct, you're going to win today. You still have two lifelines. You're doing fantastic. This one is the most popular one that we have on the list today. Forty-eight thousand views on this one Damn. from an artist named Reggie Watts. You get this? Oh, he's a comedian. Is he? Yeah, Reggie Watts oh. is great. Okay, well, let's have a listen. Again, you can win it right here. So bad. Mahoney, you made that seem like we were just supposed to know who this man was. So Dude, I was expecting like, like top 
He's, quality. He had a show on IFC, and he, dude, he's like, what he was doing there is looping. You know, so like that makes all the, you know like makes all the sounds. He's dude, he's phenomenal. Let's that see if, if Gene can get the win here. Gene, do you know it? Um, would that be Van Halen, Panama? That is it for the win. Congratulations. Do you think Eddie Van Halen is turning in his grave listening to that? So you you enjoyed that? Uh, <laughs> I'm with you. No, I'm with you. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's pop trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So Arnold Schwarzenegger is still going strong. He has a new show coming to Netflix. It's called Fubar. <laughs> they uh, they shared a trailer. Would you like to hear a little clip of what uh, Fubar is going to be all about? Yes. You came along. What was the plan? To kill all of you and then believe. And now, with all our guns out, I'll manage. You're the fastest 65-year-old white guy on the planet. Because I'm done. I feel like Arnold can still pull it off when it comes to like people that you know were action stars from back in the day. You know, we've talked about how Harrison Ford is actually really great now in a comedic role, but like still trying to pull off Indiana Age Jones appropriate yeah, style yeah. role for him. But I feel like Arnold still got it, and Sylvester Stallone still got it too. I mean, I, <laughs> Stallone's acting is Stallone's always been a terrible actor, though. I mean, it's always. real bad. But I, you know. I don't hate him in the new Creed movies. No, but that's what he was made for. I mean, yeah. really, that's what made his career. Yeah. Um, Arnold 75 looks great. You know, okay. But, it, like, this is... Arnold is our generation's John Wayne. Because John Wayne, I feel like, was, you know, the big action yeah. star or the hero, be it World War II or Western movies, until he was uh, into his 70s. You may appreciate this, Mahoney. This new series, FUBAR, which is going to premiere on Netflix May 25th, is loosely based on Schwarzenegger's 1994 film, True Lies. Ooh, I do love and True Lies. Lies was a great well, movie. You know they made that into a TV series, I think, on CBS. Did they? Yeah, nah. I don't know but if those network on. shows always suck. Network shows, trash. No but good. True Lies... Was so damn good. So, uh, kind of love this. We found out that uh, the Russell Wilson golfs like we do, Mahoney. Uh, Russell Wilson, quarterback for the Denver Broncos, of course, uh, was in a golf cart accident in Denver. You think some beverages may have been involved? I mean, it kind of sounds like it, but Who, Wilson. Who's crashed? If you've crashed a golf cart sober, you need to reevaluate some of your life choices. Not if you've crashed your, a golf cart when you were drunk. That's to be expected. Totally What are you doing sober crashing a golf cart? So he was actually the passenger in this golf cart. They were out there playing 18 holes. He had some teammates with him, and... The- I don't know what happened here, but you may have seen this happen before. They were got too close to a bunker, and like the back wheels rolled into the bunker, which again sounds like maybe some beverages were involved, yeah. and the whole thing <laughs> tipped over. And Russell Wilson was does in he it. drink like that? Because he gives <laughs> me uh, Tim Tebow in college energy. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he does feel you like goody goody. because well, it feels like he used to be a lot more like that before he married. Uh, Sierra? No, Sierra, no yeah. flip it. I thought it was the other way around. You think the other yeah. way around, really? Yes. I mean, he's still got a great public image. I mean, yes. is, I mean, I think you feel like his public image is better than his professional football image. This last season, for was, sure. Uh, not good. But, you know, as somebody who has crashed a golf cart, not into <laughs> a bunker, but into a hazardous area. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, pile, I, large pile of rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was overserved. I feel like that's the only reason why I would ever want to golf. Um, there are certain. That's the whole point of golf. Yeah, there's there's certain things that I would love to do because you could do them just for until th- you retire and then some, right? Like yeah. golf, pickleball, <laughs> tennis, bowling. Yeah. bowling. Well, I, I started. And I'm pl- good at none of those. I started playing golf Same. because I, you know, I played a, a season of pickup hockey. And the kids were just, I mean, like I was 30 at the time and I'm like, I'm playing with 20 year olds 
and they were just too little fast. Well, for they were playing. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow my knees out, and then that was the you day. Were Thirty, dude. I, went, I literally took all my equipment, went to like a, a Goodwill. Donated it on in, the spot, and that then is hilarious. Bought, went and bought a set of golf clubs. You literally quit sports that day. That, yeah, and other pick, than leisurely sports. Yeah, other than wow. golf. And Some pick, people's peak is thirty. See, but let me tell you this, Audrey. Like, you say the only thing, the only reason you would want to golf is because of the drinking. But what about the outfits? Oh no, I love a good uh, uh, like a girls golf, and golf outfits. Golf outfit. <sighs> Those are my. That's my weakness. Yeah, Go, golf outfits and tennis outfits. I tried to get my wife into like going golfing with me and yeah, stuff. Just because that outfit? Yeah. And she was like, this is stupid. <laughs> no. Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. There is a certain, person, a certain person. So vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call Karen. Karen, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Why? These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? There are certain people out there that feel like the entire world revolves around them, and if they don't get the service that they want, or if they're unhappy with their purchase, they're going to let the world know. Dave, they are Yelp elite, and their demands will be met. This, well, they will go to the internets. This review today is for Emma King Mattress. It's an online retailer. Have you guys ever seen those mattresses that they ship you in like a small box and then you open it and it's Yeah, I think my mom bought it as like an avocado. I think avocado. They yeah. had the purple mattresses. I think, I think yeah. you're right, yeah. But my mom, I think she, she's a big fan of the avocado ones. Uh, this has 4.2 out of 5 stars out of 900 reviews, so pretty good. Uh, Doug E. said 5 out of 5 stars. Comfortable. That's the whole That's review. That's it? Comfortable. Comfortable. Okay. <laughs> uh, Linda M. said 5 out of 5. Recently, I like that her standards are fairly low. Recently purchased this mattress for our guest bedroom and might end up buying one for myself. There was no odor when taken out of the box and it expanded quite quickly. That's one of the biggest complaints Absolutely. about those mattresses. Oh, it is. Do yeah, they stink? Well, that, it's like a chemical smell because uh, it's, it's like a foam top mattress, right? So yeah. like sometimes whenever you get the foam tops for your mattress, that chemical smells last for like almost two yeah, months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got to air out. Yep. Uh, Darren did not have a great experience, but Darren is rather poetic about his review. Said one out of five stars. Today I bought a new mattress. Despite spending $800 on the best mattress of 2022, I have advice for you. Would someone suggest you buy a memory foam mattress, such as the award-winning Emma mattress? You remove them from your friends group before you chuck them into a river. Rather than buy one, I suggest you sew 50 pillows together, place it on top of a hot plate, and then use that for a bed. I was sweating my head off with the window open and no covers on in January. Why don't you take $100, hire a boat, drive it offshore as far as you can, before setting fire to the other $700 bill by bill, then dropping them into the murky water beneath. Then you can come home, drink a gallon of water, ready for another award-winning sleep on your new pillow hot plate. That is really, honestly, poetic. Poetic, dramatic, and let me guess, Audrey, you're with him. Not necessarily with him, but I mean, I can understand. I mean, mean, those those foam mattresses do sleep hot. They do. He He ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. This is David Mahoney. So Audrey has decided to take the leap, and this is a big decision. You've been kind of Toying with the idea for a little while now, but you have now decided that you are, in fact, going to get... No. No? <laughs> I thought you had decided. What are we talking <laughs> no, about no, here, guys? No, 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 Dave. So I have... I'm thinking about it. So I have to make this, this decision literally within the next couple days about whether or not I want to get a dog. So um, I... Had my dog Blue for about uh, 14 years. He passed away in November, very unfortunately. But he was my my therapy dog. Like he was the, my ride or die dog that I have done my entire like 
adult life with. Well, and I mean, you went through all kinds of like personal stuff. Moves. I mean, just all kinds of things. If you can think about what you would go through in a 14-year lifespan on anyone's life, that dog went through well, that with it was half of me. your life because you're 31. Yes. And, yeah. he, and he was there for all of those like big moments. I adopted him when he was four. I was working yeah. at a veterinarian office at the time in college. And for uh, so I will take that back. So for 10 years of my life, he was there. But I say that because I was working at a veterinarian office at the time and he was free. He was a Yorkie that came in literally off the mean streets of Lexington, Kentucky. And uh, I, he was free Yorkie. Okay. So now I'm going through and I have to decide within the next couple of days of whether or not I want to be able to buy this purebred dog for $3,000. $3,000 well, is a lot of money. It's I mean, a lot of money, man. But honestly, in the world of dogs right now, that's like almost on the low end. It is? My mom's looked at yes, dogs Dave. and she won't buy anymore, but like she wanted a French bulldog and they're like- Oh, Frenchies are crazy They're expensive. like seven to 10. And everybody, Seven to 10? Yeah. And everybody's like, I know there's going to be a lot of people who come in and say, you know, adopt a dog. And I have actually looked at adopting senior dogs, but I just don't know if I can go through that again because that was really tough. I mean- We're pro pet, man. You do you, but also there's decisions in your life where, you know, this is a decision like that's going to be 15 years long. Right. Get what you want. And I'm so big on the, I don't want to shed. Like, I don't want to shed a dog. Like, I have allergies. Like, I just don't think that's going to be me. But, so, again, I I just don't know. Mahoney said that his mom was looking at a dog at one point for $5,000. and $7,000. And I have a friend of mine who said that they were selling their puppies, like these gorgeous, I guess they're like some bully breed, for like $20,000. So, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, when we were growing up, you just got dogs for free, right? That's like, what I thought yeah, too. Yeah, somebody's dog that wasn't. I never, ever, ever heard of like dogs costing yeah. thousands of dollars. Well, but until that was we grew up in recently. A, we grew up in a different era too. You know, that was the '80s, Dave. You grew up in Brainerd, Minnesota. I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, and you know, we neither one of us had. Our parents didn't have a lot of money. We, you know, there's no thought of spending a massive amount on a dog. We just got dogs. Somebody's the, the dog, best, somebody had a litter in the neighborhood and that's how you ended up with a dog. The best dog I ever had was a half German Shepherd, half Rottweiler. Uh, I named her Sarah after the uh, the Land Before Time. Oh, so cute. <laughs> and uh, I, I got her out of a cardboard box outside of a Kmart. Yeah. Going See, into and the that mall. kind of stuff yeah. doesn't really happen. Never. So, Dave, actually, you came into the studio not too long ago, whenever we had first moved, and said that your new neighbors came by and asked you if you wanted a puppy. And I was like, there is no way that that really happened. And because there were if you golden think about- doodles, too, which and I think are super that's expensive. That's what I'm they? looking at. I'm looking at a mini golden doodle. So, for you to say that your neighbor was giving away free dogs that were golden doodles, yeah. I was like, scoop one up and, like, put, like... Give it to me. Can you be my plug, my doodle plug? Like, what in the world? Because, again, How dare you ask me to be your doodle plug? I'm a married man. (laughs) You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Hey, Dave, Mahoney, and Audrey. Um, I had a quick question. So, as far as to-go food, when you're leaving the house, you have like 30 seconds to a minute to grab some food. What's your ideal thing to grab? For me today, I grabbed a, a damn pork chop and put it on some bread. But what? that doesn't happen every time. I'm in shambles right now, so <laughs> what do you grab? 
message a cold deleted. pork chop, a or do you <laughs> throw it on a skillet first? Thirty seconds, you got to, to nuke the thing. I mean, that's uh, boy, that didn't. I'm seem a like banana a guy. I did that this morning on my way into the station. Grabbed a banana. I don't care how tired I am. I will always make time to wake up so I can scramble up my driving eggs. You love you some eggs in Cholula. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, mine usually, I always buy bananas, but I never eat them. Like it's the staple that I always get from the grocery store thinking that I want a banana or any type of fruit really. I'm like an, uh, I usually really love fruit on the go, but I keep buying it and I'm not. Always goes bad. It does right now. And then I also, um, or like a bagel, real big cinnamon raisin bagel girl. Do you keep those at the house? I do because I really love, so I'm big into Um, aesthetics. And I'm really big into like setting the mood for things. And what I mean by that is usually whenever I get home, whenever I'm done with work, I'll turn on, you know, like jazz or something because I want the the environment that I'm in to feel comfortable and cozy. Are you saying the smell of the bagel gets you? Yes. And whenever I open, (laughs) whenever I open up the cabinet and I smell the cinnamon raisin bagel, I'm like, yeah, uh, (laughs) I have something to look forward to. I do. Whether or not I eat it or not, the nice comfort smell of that in my pantry. So I told you guys that, you know, the driving eggs for me. And when I say they're driving eggs, I mean like I'll scramble up my eggs in a little bowl. And then while I'm driving to work, I'll eat them because that's the most efficient thing possible. Which I love. Dude. (laughs) Um, But let me ask you this, because my wife gives me such a hard time for this. Is it acceptable to microwave eggs? Yes. I know plenty of people who microwave eggs. I thought so too. My wife calls me a a, a psycho because I, only very specific reasons. Like if I'm making an egg sandwich, Mm -hmm. microwaving the eggs to cook them, it's like turns into a perfect little patty that just goes right onto the bagel or onto the bread and it works out great. But she gives me guff for it all the The time. The hours that we wake up, I mean, for you to, you know, fry eggs or, you know, cook them on a stove. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, sorry. Oh, he thought he was going to sneeze. I thought so, too. There was a real bad sneeze coming. Real <laughs> but, bad sneeze coming. But you coming. sucked it back up? You did. Oh, oh, what oh, happened? Oh, I cut it off. You reverse sneeze. I'm a pro. I'm a pro. Uh, He's going to fart later. <laughs> but you know, poaching eggs, all that take, would take probably an extra 20 minutes. Then you'd yeah. have to clean more clean up, all of that. And it's just... It, you're, it's all going to the same place. Yeah, I'm like, you're, hey, just, you're doing this for sustenance. I'm like, babe, you go to Starbucks all the time. How do you think they make their eggs? That, they it's microwave a fan, them. It's a fancier. It's a fancier microwave is what it is. That is yeah. a, it's way fancier. You, should, you should get one of those. Not a lot of people are, very, are a big fan of King Charles. So a lot of artists are going under protest and refusing to sing. So Katy Perry was probably one of the only other American artist that would go sing for the Royal Coronation. Message deleted. People don't, I mean, I, I understand what she's what she's getting at, trying to say that a lot of people don't like King Charles or just like the monarchy in general. But I mean, not every artist in America is like anti-King Charles. Well, also, so like Katy Perry was the only one available. Like she's not Katy Perry. Obviously, a, we haven't seen a coronation in our lifetime, nor have many people because Queen Elizabeth oh, was, yeah. you know, I mean, she was... Made queen at like the age of what was it twenty or something like really that. Young. Yeah, so she's like, I mean, a long time yeah. ago. Um, but here's the difference: uh, all this stuff it doesn't tell me that they don't like him, and maybe they don't like him. It just means that they're not paying. It means they're cheap. If you guys don't remember, Elton John played at Rush Limbaugh's wedding. He did. He performed. Huh. At Rush Limbaugh's wedding. And those two, politically, very different from each other. But Rush Limbaugh busted out the checkbook. But Rush Limbaugh paid him $3 million. And money talks. And he said, you know what? I don't agree with you, but I like money. I'll take your cash. (laughs) That's right. Please leave a message after the tone. This question's for all of you. 
If you had a chance to upper deck a celebrity, past or present, who would it be? Thanks. Message deleted. So if you're not familiar with upper decking, don't you know, you're you're a better person than us. Oh, I thought that you yeah. were just like talking about an upper punch. No, well, let's no, just go no, with that. no, that's not upper, upper, upper cut. <laughs> upper deck upper punch. is where it's a very it's a very frat boy thing. It's where you go number two in the tank of the toilet. Oh, so that's that way, foul. I like every, my mind better. Every time they flush, it just it's dirty we water. Wouldn't, yeah. We wouldn't do that to anybody because we're all very okay. Uh, very shy. So then who would you punch? I'm a shy pooper. But just say who would you punch? Because that's foul. Boy, like who started that upper duck in gross? Who would you punch? What celebrity would you just knock straight I don't wanna, out? Like last time I punched somebody, I hurt my hand. I don't want to punch anybody. <laughs> like for real. Was I the last person yes, you punched? Yes, you were the last person that's I punched. Right. I, got a, I got a hard head. What of it? <laughs> Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on Dave and Mahoney. All right, so this is a fairly simple game. We've got some big popular movies that I'm sure you've seen over the years, but when you only hear like 15 seconds, 20 seconds, can you figure out the movie that it's from? That is the challenge. Tracy is joining us today. How's it going, Tracy? <coughs> I, feel, I feel you there. I feel you there, buddy. Tracy, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Excellent. There you go. All right, so Tracy, here's how this game works again. Uh, short clips from these movies. They're all big popular movies. Mahoney and Audrey are going to try to help you out today. If you need a lifeline, you got to get four out of the five to win. Here is the first one. Good luck to you. One. We're going to play a wonderful game called Who is my daddy and what does he do? Yes? Is your daddy a fireman? He's probably big. Is he a wrestler? Is he a basketball coach? No, 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 no. What's the matter? I have a headache. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. So Mahoney looks like he could help you out if you need it. Audrey looks Absolutely like she has not. no idea. Do you know it on your own, Tracy? I'm going to go with Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten oh, Cop is correct on the board with one. Nice I haven't watched that in like 20 years. It was uh, in the same era as uh, Jingle All the Way, right? I mean, uh, before that. It was oh, 1990, okay. so yeah, yeah, that's quite quite the throwback there. All right, here we go on to number two. Yo, that's my silk shirt, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I figured since I'm going to be like Mike, I might as well dress like Mike, you know. I mean, I want to be, I want to be like Mike. Pow! All right, do you need some help on that one or do you have it? Oh, no, I need help. I know it's Eddie Murphy, but... You would I think. You would think. You it's would not, think. It sounds a lot like Eddie Murphy. I thought it's that's not, what yeah. it was in the very first moments. Uh, that is actually Martin Lawrence. It uh -huh. is. And that is uh, the classic Bad Boys. The original from that's 1995. Back when Will Smith yep. was... Funny. Still liked by yeah. America. I think that's the only Martin Lawrence film that comes to top of mind. Big Mama's all. House? A absolutely not. That's just never. That's Do not the in right my... thing? What? Nope. Nope. <laughs> what? Nope. 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 Bad Boys. That's it. Okay, so okay. two for two. Uh, Lifeline for Mahoney is burnt. Here we go on number three. Uh, uh, Ed, I'm, I'm sorry. Did, did you say you wanted to see a body? Yeah, that's right. Just uh, roll her old bones on over here and I'll <laughs> dig up your daughter. You know that school policy. All right, what do you think, Tracy? I think I need Audrey's help on no, this I one. think I got nothing for you, buddy. Yeah, you may, you may <laughs> just have to take the L on this one. I don't know. That, that's from uh, 1986. Nothing yeah, from right. Audrey. Uh, Tracy, any guesses at all? No, no. Tough one. It's Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but that wasn't one of the like oh. iconic that, clips. The, yeah. Why that quote? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't, 
Oh, man, that was tough. Okay, no worries. Uh, Audrey's still available as a lifeline. You got one wrong, though, so you have to get these next two correct. Here we go on to number four. I love you. You complete me. And I just had... Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. You had me at hello. That's so dorky. All right. Uh, Tracy, you know it. I think Audrey might be able to help on this one if you need it. I hope she can. It almost sounded like Tom Cruise. But it, it, is it is Tom Cruise, that wackadoodle of a man. Is yep. it uh, Jerry Maguire? Jerry Maguire. Okay. Yep. I've seen like two Tom Cruise movies ever because I'm just not a fan, man. I can't jump on the Cruise train. Well, I mean, yeah. uh, the, one of the last, uh, one of the latest episodes of season three of Ted Lasso referenced that movie. It did? Yeah, you're exactly right. All right, Tracy, it all comes down to this. You get this one right, you win. You get it wrong, you lose. You get nothing. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. <laughs> See, they're morals. They're code. It's a bad joke. We've dropped at the first sign of trouble. They're only as good as the world allows them to be. I'll show you. When the chips are down, these, uh, these civilized people... They'll eat each other. It's from 2008. So good. So good. Career-defining oh. role. Yep. It's got to be Batman. It's got to be. We'll give it to you. Oh, that's right. What's Dark, that? Dark Knight. Yeah, Dark Knight. But yeah, close enough. Tracy, congratulations to you, man. You nailed it. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. So we know that weed is legal in a lot of states around the entire country, but this shocked me because there's a lot of people that that I know that use recreational marijuana now that it's legal. They didn't smoke it when it was illegal because it just wasn't worth the risk, you know, and a lot of jobs before recreational marijuana was legal would still drug test for that sort of thing. You're well, like, I'm not going to blow up my career to smoke and weed. And or CBD is different too, you know? Sure. Like, I know plenty of people who never smoked marijuana because, one, they just didn't want to deal with the ramifications, but the minute it became legal, it's, it's a whole different story, well, and you- they don't even necessarily smoke. Edibles are way more prevalent now yes. than they ever were in the past. Yeah, and there's a lot of people that, uh, that are older that also do it. The same thing, never smoked because they didn't want to have to go find some shady drug dealer named Chaz and I buy mean, a bag honestly, of Honestly, as you know, if you're treating whatever you're doing, I'd, I'd rather have something from the earth rather than, you know, a big pharma. No, nah, man, I'm uh, real I mean, big into whatever chemicals I can put together from underneath my sink. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Audrey's going to come in here one day and eat us. It's my own form of uh, of my drug of choice. You know? Self-care. Yeah, indeed. I mean, she does love bath salts, but the... Uh, the, the soothing bath Tom's bath Epsom salts. That's yeah. right. So this this shocked me, though, because, I mean, obviously marijuana, like I said, big business, and that's no surprise. Uh, but Americans now spend more money on legal weed than they do on chocolate. I feel like chocolate's kind of chocolate, had, had its run. I mean, I, chocolate used to be, like, top tier. It's but you don't treat. hear people talking about chocolate like they used to. Me? I am propping up big chocolate. This <laughs> is my propaganda stance that we need to make chocolate rise again. This is my... Make chocolate like, great again? It really is my little midnight snack almost Maca? every single night. <laughs> Maca and Damien Nutt. Uh, $18 billion is how big of a business chocolate still is. I mean, you think about every single store USA from convenience stores to CVS. Yeah, there's always candy bars. Yeah, and I mean, same thing with like, you know, every grocery store, no matter what time of year it is, there, it's always seasonally set up with all kinds of chocolate for an entire aisle. It's still a huge business. $18 sure. billion dollars a year. But legal weed this past year, 
$30 billion. Well, I mean, but I'm not Ooh, shocked twice, by this yeah. because everybody loves a vice. Like, if we were well, going to be comparing alcohol sales to chocolate, like, I mean, we would be going, duh. The only reason why we're now getting this type of study is because, like you said, Dave, it's starting to become more normal. It's not legal federally across the nation, though. I mean, There's I still think it's still under 20 states. You think about how big this can get. It is unbelievable. Yeah. So the amount of money uh, spent by Americans on legal marijuana also surpassed things like painkillers, which is good, probably. Yeah. And craft beer. I mean, that doesn't surprise me either, uh, just for when you're dealing with cost per unit. But when you're, you know, the, re- the real question is, Dave, did they talk about uh, chocolate edibles? You know, where, Ooh, where, what about that specific when, when those category? Two come together, yeah. 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 It's real interesting. See, I feel like chocolate edibles are real dangerous because if you get high and then you got some chocolate to snack on and then it's. <laughs> You get know, you more high? see, this is like that <laughs> Halloween candy scare. You know what your chocolate edibles look like. I didn't say I did it on accident. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a, leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. All right, time to air some stuff out. Who has some grudges they're holding on to? Let's talk this out. Message deleted. So, oh. me, me, Mahoney, mm-hmm. I uh, I am a grudge king. Yes. I, I when, when you decide that you hate someone or something, you hate them forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. Like, once you get into that zone, it is forever. Like, and ever, and ever, and ever. Um, there's a garage that did me dirty 17 years ago. Uh, like a repair garage? I had a 19... 19- 96 Chevy Corsica. Mm. Aftermarket sunroof on it. Hell yeah. What Somebody. Did you just, like, use an electro or like an X-Acto knife for it? How do you have a you know those, those Yeah, kind, not an X-Acto knife, but like those like, little hand saws. saws. You did that for real? I didn't, but the guy who sold me the car did. Also had did an it? aftermarket spoiler on it. Stop it. You, did, you remember yeah. that car? Of course I remember that that's car. That's the car you and I, when we met, that's the car I was driving. Did it... <laughs> I don't remember if I ever rode in the car or not. I don't think you did. But did it leak, the, the aftermarket sunroof? It wasn't great. It wasn't great. I, okay. I, wouldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't go through car washes. <laughs> because For it real? would not only leak through the sunroof, but also rip the spoiler off. But they, um, <laughs> it had some issues, and I had the engine completely rebuilt by a auto body shop. Oh, yeah. And it they had my car in repair for two months to rebuild the engine. Okay. Two months. That's a I pretty long the, time. I get the car back. My mom had to drive me to the radio station every, every day, day. for two months? Every, every day, day for two months. You every act day. like that was like an inconvenience for her. You're like, she loves you. You're a mama's boy. She My was mom probably doesn't like, like to drive, though, so it was, it was a lot. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. So she had to drive me or I would take her car. And so I finally get my 1996 Chevy Corsica back. And I'm like so excited. I'm like, finally got my car. I can like go do stuff now. I don't have to. Ask. I'm 23 years old, 24 years old. I'm having to ask my mom if I can go out because I need to borrow her car. Yeah, it just felt like the biggest loser ever because I'm already living in her house, making minimum wage. And I get in the car, I get my car back, and I'm driving up the highway to the station. And I'm I'm about 15 miles into this drive, and then my car just makes the craziest noise. The engine seized up completely. These clowns forgot to put oil in this new oh, rebuilt engine and so the engine no. seized and i'm stuck and in the middle of the highway again wow so you have a grudge against this specific garage repair shop and you're we still paid, having to make payments on we this paid, car i'm sure we paid them and then they actually overcharged 
our credit card and would not give us the money back. Oh, That's no, 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 no. So I'm going to burn that place my, to the ground. I will never forget it. Mine's a bit more simple than that. Um, also going to burn this place to the ground. There was a Wendy's by the old radio station that ruined Wendy's for all of us. It was so bad. It, every time you would go there, they would be out of fries. The credit card machine Dude, would be Wendy's broken. Wendy's was our top tier fast food I used for to years. love Wendy's, and they ruined Wendy's they for me. I hope that everyone works there stubs At their toes At this specific today. Wendy's. I mean, like, you would still kind of, though, frequent. Like, I feel like you... You kept it touching the hot soap. It was one to his house. Yeah. It was, it was right station. by my house. It was right by the, the radio time, station, yeah. and it ruined it. It was so bad that my kids don't even like Wendy's anymore. Like, if the Wendy's was more convenient because it was on the right-hand side. Yeah. Yes, they you wanted you to in. cross the street and go to McDonald's instead because every time that we'd go to that Wendy's, even they hated it. Wow. So, but you, again, I say, you kept touching the hot stove. You would keep going back just to get burned. It made me feel like oh, you man, were man. just enjoying it's it. It's a bad relationship. He couldn't it's toxic. quit. It's toxic, it's toxic man. They but were gaslighting him. Man, but those nugs, ooh. Well, except for the, they only came out good one out of ten one times. Time, yeah, maybe. There, uh, there's only four in there. You're like, ah. Oh. We need to find, Dave, we need to have like a Wendy's baptism. We need to find a good Wendy's. We need to get that them to give us like a, you know, like a horse trough full of that chili mm. and let's just bathe away those sins. Just you you hold my nose, dip me back. <laughs> I'll eat my mouth open. You'll be born again in Wendy's. Yep. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, look, regarding the toilet paper hole routine, if you're my wife, she takes enough to sit there and wash and wax a limo. <laughs> me, I believe to take enough to sit there and get the job done as long as I'm not leaving an autograph behind. I'm clean and done. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Message I have never heard it called leaving an autograph behind like, before. There are some things <laughs> that you shouldn't ah. do. And this is like literally you don't half ass that because that's <laughs> how you end up with a problem. You full ass your toilet paper. Yes. Yeah, you got to make sure yep. that's good. Please leave a What's your crazy road rage story? Message deleted. Oh, man. so I mean, I think everyone's seen something. This didn't involve me. I just couldn't believe that it happened. There was something that had occurred between a dude who was riding a crotch rocket and a fairly oblivious guy driving like a small Kia or something of that mm -hmm. sort. Um, they, they, they were arguing about something, but the guy on the motorcycle was really mad at him because he kept like buzzing him, like driving up right next to him. And it was mm -hmm. super dangerous, right? Because this is on the interstate. And so he keeps like running right up next to him. And this guy takes his right hand as he's riding by the driver's side door, cocks it back and punches this dude's side view mirror oh, completely no, no. off the car and then takes off. That's going to be a pretty hard punch. It was a super hard, but I mean, also like you're balancing on this motorcycle, right? Like if you miss or you overextend or something like really crazy dangerous, but also super You badass. should have videotaped it and sent it to Dana there, White. <laughs> I kind of want to have a dash cam for that reason. Yeah. I feel like that's the one thing that I'm just missing in my life. I need a dash. What do you just instead of like a tornado chaser, you're just clout chasing like on the on the freeway, it's just I, like hoping you see some road rage that wasn't yours. Yes, that <laughs> I will stay away from, but in film from a distance. Yes. <laughs> Dave, Dave, and, and Mahoney. So here's a really interesting question: At what age should you start paying for your own stuff? As a kid, right? So, I mean, you turn 18 years old, and for me, it was 18 years old, and I was out of the house. And that huh. was uh, that was mutual, I would say. Like, my dad was has always had the rule, like, once you're 18, you, you got to go. six kids, man. We had six kids, exactly. Like, I understand. And your two, or your older brother... 
And your sister both moved out at 18? Yep. 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 Wow. I mean, because they, they went to college, right? Yeah. I did okay. too. Uh, but it was like, once you do that, like, you're on your own. And obviously, they're there as like a safety net, but they sure. really wanted us to like, you got to start figuring this out. Well, they we set a have. precedent with the the older ones sticking around. The yeah. younger ones are going <laughs> to... Yeah, I mean, you, like... You got you to gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta show no mercy. <laughs> That's exactly right. But at what age should you start paying... For your own stuff. According to a new report, 68% of parents with kids 18 or older have made a financial sacrifice to help them. So almost 70%. Yeah. So that's a big amount of money. But what age do you think, Mahoney, is age appropriate? I mean, I am an only child, so I had a little bit of a different experience than you, Dave. Uh, and I mean, you are 41 and you are still on your mom's phone plan, right? It's a family but, plan and we okay. save a whole lot of money. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, but not only just that, I think we're talking bigger picture here. Like, we're talking about like rent. Like, well, how long should your kid be living in a house it's, with it's, you. it's different it depends on what they're doing too because i live with my mom until like 2006 2007 which so was i was like 25 I or so 25. but i mean there was there was like two years there where i lived on my own you know but i was making minimum wage i mean that's just how it was when you're trying to get your foot in the door you know you're low man on the totem pole that's like what you had to do and i think my mom knew that this is what i wanted to do and so I, you know, she never made it. Um, well, you have a very specific uh, thing to you in your life. Not very many people have the opportunity to have their parents move I, to their a, city I'm, where I'm, they're I'm, going to I'm work. Ble- I'm blessed you to are. have a parents that supported, you know, my dream of wanting to do radio. And they, my mom supported it. And never once it was like, it's time for you to go. But I was also pretty cool to live with. But you are also a, a mama's boy, for yeah. sure. And your mama yeah. loves coddling you, for sure. I yeah. mean, I'd move in with my mom right now. Yeah. God, so we the, are aware. The problem is that it's <laughs> depleting parent savings and it leaves them in debt a lot of times. Yeah. About half of the parents that were surveyed said that they've sacrificed their emergency savings and debt payoff efforts to help their adult kids. Dave, do you think that 25 is like the cutoff I mean, by the time you're 25... You should have it together. You're, you've graduated, you're maybe. Doing, you're finding your way through like, getting school? a job. Uh, but that's... No, because no. a lot of times you're getting paid no. while you're doing... Gra- while no, you're, you're, sometimes you're not. Get I mean, to work. Put your jeans on. Go. I don't know, Dave, man. Okay, that's oh. ridiculous. Whenever your kids are getting older, that you're not going to have to put your jeans on. You're Sienna. not going to kick your daughter out Absolutely at 24 if she's not. in grad school. <laughs> she is not going to be living with us when she is 24. She may. You don't know, dude, dude. It's a different world now, man. It really, it's hard. Like, think about this. I'm 31 and still renting. It's, it is different. It's different. Mm. Nope. Gotta go. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, you ready for this? It's a rascal on a rascal. What so are you talking there about? Was, there was a gentleman who looks like off-duty Santa Claus. You see him over here; like he's got a big white beard. Looks fa- uh, rather inconspicuous, but you know he's just uh, maybe eighty years old or so. Like that's the older Santa gentleman. that makes kids cry. <laughs> so he's driving around a store on a rascal scooter, and he goes out in the parking lot, heading towards his car with his little groceries and his, and his rascal. Mm-hmm. And the, what makes him a rascal is that he swipes somebody's purse. He, he drove up on the rascal, grabbed their purse, and drove off. And then he drove over to a white BMW and got in it and sped off. So it wasn't even his rascal. It wasn't even his rascal. Well, it was probably rented from the store, right? Maybe. But then he also, even more of a, of a crime than stealing this woman's purse, he didn't put his rascal back. You don't put your cart back, we can't be friends. That includes rascals. But she couldn't catch him? <laughs> I don't I'm, think she saw it. I think she's like unloading the car. Oh, oh okay. Car, so. so like just <laughs> stealthily? Yeah. I always, like, here's the thing. 
we we've heard some stories over the years, Dave, of people running from the police on rascals. Mm-hmm. I just want to see one of those wildest police chases with one of those where they pit maneuver pit a maneuver rascal. rascal. <laughs> if you're going to run from the cops on a rascal, you deserve to get pit maneuvered. <laughs> so uh, don't do drugs, kids. A uh, man clad only in red boxer briefs was found sleeping in the trunk of his car. An officer found a 39-year-old by the name of Todd. He was curled up in the fetal position and sleeping in the open trunk of his car at 7.46 a.m. Fine. Whenever yeah. I hear stories like this, it makes me feel like they're not real. Like, that's just a plot of something on the internet. Like, Tom is a fictional person in his red panties out uh-huh. there and about. No. Because, I mean, I get that it, this is probably a day in the life of someone, but... Why? Big so meth energy. I can right tell there. you. Well, no, this doesn't strike me as big meth energy. No, this, it, was, it was meth. They, oh, he, was he, it? he admitted it, and they found meth on him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe there was some alcohol involved because this is what. Yeah. Here's I'm telling you my thought process because I could see myself ending up in the trunk of a, of my own car you at could? some point. That's what I'm saying. Well, like, I mean, I, I, there's no way. Because you know we've all heard those stories of like if you've been drinking too much, especially like pre Uber. Like, if you were too drunk to drive and you couldn't get a cab, you would sleep in your car. Not in the and, trunk, dude. But a lot of the times, if you sleep, you know, if you sleep in your driver's seat and the keys are within, yeah, you, still get you know, a DUI. distance, there's always those stories you hear about getting a DUI. So maybe you put your keys in the trunk or you put them in your lock box and it has to be locked. So maybe the keys were in the cabin and he decided the best place to be was in the trunk. Very responsible of Yes. Yeah. Uh, and finally, in the Redneck Report today, this is pretty unbelievable. I don't think most people believe this unless you see the picture of it. This car drove into the second story of a house. How did it get up there? Was there a ramp nearby? Yeah. Or? You tell me somebody built a kid in the neighborhood, built a bike ramp, and he just decided to floor <laughs> it. <laughs> so this, what's, what's wild about this is that the car was traveling on a road where the speed limit is 10 miles per hour. But they were going, quote, extremely fast. They flew off of this ramp, and there was, you know, like sometimes there's houses below the level of the interstate ramps. This thing flew into the second-story bedroom. You missed, so like, a, like a overpass or whatever it yeah. may be. You fell off of that and into this house. This is the most podunk version of Dukes of Hazard I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. So what lessons did you all learn from your first relationship? Message deleted. So this was like the first serious relationship that I had. Uh, this this girl who I had a thing for for a really long time. We finally ended up started dating uh, and she cheated on me. And the way that I found out that she cheated on me is that her mom called and told me that she was cheating on me because her mom went through her little diary that she had and she had a list of people in in this ah. diary. And uh, I was the first one on the list and then there was a name after me. <gasps> <laughs> and so, obviously... And you were uh, still dating? Still dating. And the lesson that I learned is that if somebody's mom calls you to out their own child, uh, it's probably a bad omen, and uh, that relationship can just go down with the ship. For me, similar but different. Uh, my first serious relationship that I was in, uh, her best friend, I was, you know, like head over heels. I thought, like, you know, 18 years old, 17, 18, thought I was, like, going to marry her. In love. Yeah, just, yeah. you know, never really had a serious relationship before that. And so I had just inherited a whole bunch of money from graduation, mm-hmm. like graduating high school. And so I got all this money for that was supposed to be used up for college and uh, just wanted to buy her like something very special because she was from a rich family. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to buy her, yeah. diamond earrings. And her best friend's like, yeah, don't do that. 
Oof. Best friend told you not to do it. You bought the how much were they? Five thousand dollars. They were very, very. They were they were like one carat diamond earrings. Yeah, and, and uh, this was like my college fund. And you gave it to her, and then what happened? We broke up that same night. Got it. Got it. That same same night. Same night. Even the five thousand dollars. She gave the earrings back though. No, ah. no, no, Dave. She ah. uh, she, she did not. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I uh, ended up hyperventilating on the side of the road that mm. that that evening because I was uh, I was devastated, and my parents were out of town. And this was the weekend of my senior trip for high school. For mm-hmm. like, the, everybody was down in Daytona yeah. doing what you fun eighteen-year-olds give this chick her five thousand dollar earrings. And so I spent uh, a good portion of the night on the side of the uh, the road there, and then I spent the rest of the night in my uh, my parents' basement listening to Three Dog Nights. One is the loneliest <laughs> number. On repeat, I cried myself to sleep. Oh, buddy! But Audrey, I did end up dating her best friend after that. So giddy up. That was cool. Uh, Audrey, any uh, hard lessons for you from first significant <laughs> from relationship? Any relationships? No. Um, my first very serious boyfriend that I had um, in high school, he was a year older than me. And he ended up going to the University of Alabama before mm-hmm. I ended up graduating. That's um, and tough. He ended up cheating on me the entire time. Uh, of course to Which was. I didn't know. Um, but I will say this. It, it def- definitely taught me in every relationship after. Life just goes on. Yeah. And also... Don't date in high school and think it's real. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're dating in high school and one person goes off to college before the other one, it is almost certainly over. Unless you're super religious. Yeah. Unless, that's, the that's, that's the only way. way. That's yep. the only way. Please leave a message after the tone. What do you think is the single biggest thing wrong with society today? Message deleted. The single The single biggest, biggest thing. thing wrong with society today is that everyone believes what they see on the internet. They think that that's the real world. We've talked about this before. If you go out in public and you actually interact with real people, for the most part, it's going to be a pretty pleasant experience. If you get caught up into the in these goofy echo chambers online where it's all just terrible people acting in awful ways to each other. That's not how the world well, really works. Dave, I would like to actually combat that thought with everybody on the internet believes what is on it because we would hold the media or whatever is being posted to a higher caliber to not lie to us or post their opinions. I think that there is a media literacy that needs to be taught because not every opinion piece is a factual But I'm not going to be able to teach my grandmother how to be media literate. No, well, no but, but that's know, on, 90. I feel like that's for the next generations to come because they're going to have to but, cipher through a ton of stuff. What we've but, learned is that when you're connected to, to people and you only seek out people that think the exact same way as you, it's not healthy I'll, and it just makes you angry. I'll tell you this, man, and I think you're so right. Dave, that like you go out, talk to people, be nice, be pleasant, the kind of like, you know, genuine warmth you're usually met with in return is, is pretty, it's pretty much there. Like, you know, like we make the world such a bad place in our own minds sometimes that we can't get around that. Yeah. If you are walking in a public place and you fall or somebody falls, a gaggle of people are going to run over to try to help them up. I mean, unless it's really funny. I mean, it's really funny. <laughs> Please leave a message. And you're not her. Can we all admit that Subway has officially become the worst sandwich shop in the country? No. I mean, yes. you know no. that, right? Like, I'll go as far to say as they are the worst in the world, right? Message no. deleted. How I mean, dare it, you? It, it all depends. A $5 foot long cannot be beat. It all depends on... On the individual store, right? Some are some are great, some are not so great. But I think that's that's the way with any individual. It's, it's on the franchisee. Yeah, yeah. 
And I just love that meatball stuff. That meatball stuff is so good. This is Dave and Mahoney. So I told you guys the story, and it was pretty wild to me that my wife had never eaten a McDonald's Big Mac before. 38 years of living, and she'd never had one. That's wild to me. How did you not suss that out in early dating, Dave? Well, I didn't take her to dates to McDonald's early on. Oh, you're fancy, huh? Yeah, running up that credit card bill Uh trying to impress her. Uh, But it it struck me as so so odd when she told me that she'd never had one because, like, how do you avoid ever having a Big Mac? I don't know how that is possible. I mean, I get it. Your wife is tall and beautiful. You know, so I get that she lives a little different of no, a lifestyle she, she than I do. a healthy lifestyle, but at the same time, like, she'll definitely still eat, like, fast food. Yeah. And she regularly goes to McDonald's, especially with the kids, because they like the Happy fast. Meals. Yeah, but she had yeah. just never in her entire life had a Big Mac, and now that she's had that, she can't stop. Like, she loves Big Macs. and They gave her a taste, and now she's hooked? But <laughs> I think that... Are they her McDealer now? I, I'm, I'm kind of upset because her birthday just passed and our anniversary just passed because I think I found the perfect gift. What's that, Dave? McDonald's is going to be offering the Big Mac sauce by itself. Haven't they done this before? They did it back in 2017. It was like a limited run? They gave away like 10,000 bottles, and people were super enthusiastic about that. Uh, But they're going to be doing it where customers who order through the app, so they're they're using the Big Mac sauce as ransom to get people to start using the the app. app. No, they they, they use so much money. The app is great. Don't get me wrong. But like to get people to use the app, that's how powerful this Big Mac sauce is. Uh, You'll you'll be able to get the Big Mac sauce in a dipping cup at certain locations. So check your local McDonald's. But I mean, the idea, because I've never had fries dunked in the in the Big Mac sauce, but I'm here Are for you prepared for the ramifications of that, though? I mean... You think I'm going to get hooked? It's I mean, for, I think it's going to be for a limited... then they take it away? It's going to be for a limited time? Then you're Jones and you start getting the scratches? Yeah, that, that's... Your life's ruined. That's what McDonald's does, man, with like the, with the McRib. You know, it's all for no, a limited time. Isn't... We're going to see Dave on the side of the street holding up signs. I'll do anything for some more McDonald's <laughs> dipping sauce. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen, all at the same time. They're everywhere. (laughs)